Welcome to the Let the Warfighter Fight ITAS podcast series hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. ITAS, also known as Enterprise IT as a Service, allows defense agencies to focus more on the warfighter by outsourcing IT services to commercial companies in an effort to increase user efficiencies, effectiveness, and standardized network services across their entire base. And today is part five, and it's our last podcast in this series where we speak with Fred Ferrars, who's a director of DOD sales at Verizon, who's going to be spotlighting the future focus of ITAS at the DOD and much more. And Fred, thanks for joining us today. Matt, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Awesome. Yeah, great to have you. And if you don't mind, let's start at the top. If you can describe how ITAS will help promote the any user, any device any location focus for the DOD, that would be great. Oh, sure. It's a great opener here for this segment. As you may know, I served for 24 years in the Marine Corps. I retired in 2011, and we have been talking about this concept of any user, any device, any location for years. And to be a part of actually making that a reality, it's an exciting time to know that the technology is available, that the customers and the requirements are lining up, the contract vehicles it's just an exciting time to be delivering capabilities to soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines. So ITAS will allow the services that acquire capabilities through this model to refresh technology at a higher rate. They'll be able to deliver relevant technology in a timely manner to increase the warfighter effectiveness in their mission accomplishment. That's great. Now let's take a future focus here and how can this be used more in the warfighting arena and even for training purposes? Oh, for training, top of mind for so many folks, especially in the COVID pandemic, is remote working. And when you extend that to the warfighting arena and training, I have heard many customers say to us that they want to bring training to the service member rather than bringing the service member to training. So with an infrastructure like ITAS, where you're delivering a whole bunch of capabilities, many of these are cloud-based capabilities, and you're pushing the technology to the edge, think about what you can do. Explore the art of the possible with things like VR, virtual reality, and AI, artificial intelligence. If you bring these capabilities through a training platform, you can truly bring training to the service member, no matter where they are. That's awesome. Now, if you don't mind, tell us about the cost implications of ITAS for future bases and even those in remote areas and even overseas. Well, in the model that we're implementing, for example, for the Army, we are building out an infrastructure that will support any installation that we add onto it. So there might be some upfront costs to build that infrastructure out, but then all is what you're doing beyond that is building out local campus networks for the base post-camp installation, whatever it is that you're deploying ITAS at, and then scaling that core infrastructure. So you really get some cost savings as you start to scale out to multiple bases. In terms of remote areas and overseas, you know, we're going to be able to leverage other technologies that are out there. So right now we have a combination of wired and wireline capabilities that will roll out here in the continental United States. But when you roll out overseas, as we advance down this path, I envision that there will be less wires, more wireless. And you look at places in the world like Asia, Pacific, in particular Japan, Korea, those areas where they have a prolific wireless network capability. And then the different capabilities that are being rolled out across Europe at this point in time, you're starting to see how those wireless capabilities can be expanded and leveraged for an ITAS type solution. 
That's great. You know, Fred, appreciate your time today. And let's just wrap it up and get your perspective on how you see ITAS impacting the future of DOD. And I was going to ask about fewer wires, but you already talked about that. But if you have more to add on that as well, that would be great. Yeah, sure. So as it rolls out, I think how different vendors are deploying 5G in different manners. But one of the things that we're doing here at Verizon is deploying a millimeter wave. Exciting about that capability is you get some location precision with 5G. So you go back to the opening question, any user, any device, any location, eventually we will be able to pinpoint and identify where that user is, what location they're in, what device they're on, and what level of access they should be granted to data, to services. And maybe in some cases you don't get access to a particular solution, or in other cases, you walk from one space to another and you go up a classification level and the location capabilities that come with millimeter wave 5G is going to empower or enable solutions that come with that kind of precision. Excellent. And this concludes our fifth and final episode of the Let the Warfighter Fight ITAS podcast series hosted on Government Technology Insider. And as you heard, Fred Ferrars, Director of DOD Sales at Verizon, was kind enough to spotlight the future focus of ITAS at the DOD and much more. And be sure to listen to all four of our previous episodes of the Let the Warfighter Fight ITAS podcast series hosted exclusively on governmenttechnologyinsider.com. And Fred, thank you so much for your time. Matt, thanks again for having me. It was a pleasure.